Hello, everyone. Welcome to our latest edition of ToDebate.net, our podcast of debate. And I am Sebastian, and my co-host here is Dirk. Hi, Dirk. Hey, Sebastian. How are you doing over there in Europe? <laughs> I'm doing fantastic. I hear that you just arrived in the US, so you're uh, completely jet-lagged, aren't you? Oh, no, it's a good time for me right now. Oh, my body feels like being in the middle of the day. It's dark outside, so I'm ready for you. Okay, let's get this started then. Today we'll debate on the following motion. Successful organizations need managers. But before we get into the debate, let's explain how it will run. There will be three parts of this debate. Each side will have two minutes to deliver a speech presenting their arguments in favor or against the motion. Then each side will have another three minutes to respond to the other side's initial speech and possibly add further arguments to defend their case. And finally, we'll have one minute each to, for closing remarks. So uh, before this uh, recording, we've uh, decided uh, with a flip of a coin who will be in favor or against the motion. So, Dirk, if I'm not mistaken, you will be in favor of the motion, which is successful organizations need managers, and I will be against that motion. Now, let's flip the coin to see who will start with their speech. Uh, Doug, your heads, I'm tails. I'm going to flip the coin right now. And it's tails. So for once, I am going to start with two minutes of arguments against the motion. The motion being, again, successful organizations need managers. All right. I got the clock running. No, not running. Ready for you. Just tell me when you're ready to start. Okay. Let's get started. Let me ask you that question, you in the audience, and you to you, Doug. How many good managers have you had in your career? Really? Come on. How many? Right, okay, you know the answer, right? Not that many. Was your organization successful regardless? Yeah, pretty much so, right? Overall, you know, the profits are rolling in, and plus or minus the economic crisis, things are working out fine. So do you really need managers? I'm not so sure. Secondly, how do you define success? We say successful organizations. Is it profits, as I said, or implied, maybe? Or is it employee morale, right? You could actually look into different angles. It's not necessarily just about profits in this case. We should define what success means. And finally, or not, maybe not finally, but another argument is, do we need managers or leaders? Do you need people who are going to drive and be able to coordinate and inspire fellow employees and colleagues or people who are just bureaucratic, hierarchical blockers uh, to against things moving along. Additionally, if you look at some of the results that have, that have happened over the past decades, and I was surprised when I was preparing for this debate, how numerous examples of self-management, i.e. without a formal manager, actually have been successful across industries, whether it's the car industry with Volvo, with FedEx, where they have reduced the number of defects. They've cut surface errors by as much as 90% in Volvo in a plant in 1987 with pure self-management. The latest example is Zappos, right? This company which was acquired by Amazon, which has introduced holacracy, which is this completely flat structure, which does not mean not having some structure. It's just that leadership is in, in this case is contextual. It's not tied to a person, it's tied to a role. You become a leader, you organize this unit. These are my arguments against the motion. Your turn, Dirk. Thank you, Sebastian. 
Those are truly strong arguments, but they count only one way. And so I'm arguing for managers. I have three points that I think make a strong case. Number one, uh, managers are a fairly new thing. We introduced them when our organization sizes uh, achieved a certain, certain level. Um, and Peter Drucker, he's a famous thinker of management theory, he said that the main contribution of management and the reason why managers have been introduced to the workforce was that they help people learn and adapt faster. So before managers were introduced to organization, organization were doing mainly one thing in a structured way. And they can do that self-servicing, they can do that self-organizing. But uh, if you are in a modern environment where learning and adopting and moving fast in these two things is a key uh, factor for your success, and success being def defined in uh, producing more, staying relevant, growing, um, then you need to help your workforce identifying skill gaps, uh, moving forward, uh, adopting new skills. And managers have that as at the core of their roles. Now, bad managers may lose that point and miss that point, but that's a core capability. Another part is in said complex organizations are managers important exception handlers so if you try to move fast and at some point hit a roadblock and you need to decide which way to go and what type of solution may be the right one uh, it usually human systems tend to break down because people cannot really make up their mind really fast especially in controversial situations and managers are the breaking point for that the exception handler the one that steps up and takes the decision and uh, the last point here is 10 people 15 opinions and managers tend to sort through these situations as well which speeds up organizations and makes them in the end grow faster for successful organizations of today that's a key factor managers are new things you tell me managers are new things this is completely old-fashioned what are you talking about the manager hierarchy model is like old as factory making and and getting Blue-collar workers in a factory and reporting it to a manager, just giving you your instructions. This is completely 19th century. Which century are you living in, Dirk? I know you're German and, you know, industry is very strong in Germany and this is not a stereotype. It's actually actual truth. But come on, look at today. There's not just one model. It doesn't have to be just a hierarchical manager-type model. You can have plenty of models. And by the way, I'm not advocating for any other specific model. I'm just saying, look, look around. Let's explore other things. And I, I mentioned one thing which you did not pick upon. Maybe you'll pick upon uh, in your three minutes. But we don't have to make authority exist tied up to a specific individual who, as you may have experienced, you listeners and you, Dirk, in your life, that may, unfortunately, when it's in the hands of one person, it can be misused, right? If that role of leadership, of deciding, of taking a decision evolves and is tied to a role specifically, then you allow for much more uh, uh, unbiased opinion. And in fact, you can add expert opinion. You can have these circles, these units, which are uh, self-managed. And I have the data here. You don't give me any data. I mean, General Mills has increased its productivity up to 40% in self-managed plants. FedEx has cut service errors by 13% in self-managed teams in 1989. Right? There's multiple examples which show that Self-management actually works, and that's not just old companies. Valve, which is this video game company, same thing. They have a self-management uh, organization. So this is something that is working. It is a model that is functioning, and these companies are 
As far as I know, Volvo, FedEx, General Mills, and Valve are, and Zappos are thriving companies, so it's not exclusive. And the motion is, successful organizations need managers. I'm saying they can do with managers. Yes, of course you can have managers if you want to. Right? I'm just saying it's not the only way to conduct your business. Right? Having people learn and adapt faster because you have managers? Seriously? In a world where education, if you want it, is free. It's on the internet. You can go to training sessions. You expect your manager to, oh, thank you, my manager, for teaching me how to do my job. Really? This isn't the world we're living in? No, of course not. You go, more and more people go to university. There's professional training all along your career. It does not depend. It's not tied to your manager. Yes, you may be inspired by a manager, but this is why I make a point that you need leaders, not managers. Train everyone everyone to be a leader so they can lead depending on the opportunity of depending on the moment depending on the unit the team they're going to be part of and one aspect is to be self-managed that's just one option yes i respect my three minutes (laughs) i i i i recommend that for your i give you 10 seconds exactly at two and three minutes i give you 10 seconds left because that's all i need to really kick you out of the water on your argument so first off um, your managers are also long around us uh and citing the 19th century may i remind you that the history of humankind is a little bit a just a little bit longer than 100 or 200 years. And no, uh, leaders and managers are not necessarily always the same thing. And that's the other thing that you, uh, well, um, kind of omitted in your your passionate argument that you just made. The uh, role of a manager and the position of a manager may be two different things. If you have self-managing teams, chances are they selected someone in their team who is fulfilling exactly the kind of function that you would expect a appointed manager to fulfill or at least the good ones so you have that p- uh, person that is the exception handler you have that person that is kind of the natural quote-unquote leader you have that person that uh, helps others uh, identifying gaps and growing and that's my third point to what you just said I'm not saying that the manager teaches us how to do our jobs. And of course, information is available freely. And of course, you can study up. But managers create systems that reward you for growth, that reward you for skilling up, that reward you for doing better. And they create those trainings. They bring those trainings to the companies. Before we had managers, companies like Ford, for instance, or other industrial complex companies gave a damn about the the learning opportunities of their employees. So employees were close to machinery, just cheaper. And no one bothered to really skill them up, provide training, give them an opportunity to grow, have a discussion about their career path. That's Uniquely something that managers discuss about, that managers bring to organization, that managers are paid for driving forward in large uh, successful organizations. And these examples that you cited that may do well without uh, managers in those positions, they still depend on someone actually managing these things. Maybe there is no formal hierarchy of managers. I even can agree to that uh, that idea that this may not always be the most useful and successful model, but there are still managers. And so far, I haven't seen a single example where an organization 
really got rid of them, even those who tried. And we both work in a famous example of that, Google, who tried to get rid of managers and reintroduced them at some point. I think we are, we are, we are done now. You don't, have to, uh, you don't have to defeat yourself anymore. Well, I want my minute. <laughs> what, what the mother... <laughs> you give me my minute. Give me my minute back. What is this? Uh, wait, uh, Why I are you changing the rules? Anyone here wants to give this? Sebastian I'm a taking minute. notes. No, I'm no going to thrash you in 60 yeah. seconds. You're going to die. <laughs> humankind seriously yeah, yeah. You, you're gonna give me the humankind yeah, argument you give, you're, uh, oh, you're, you're gonna suffer my man come on baby give you 60 seconds oh well, well i gave you three minutes here that's not good you're gonna suffer for 60 seconds mentors leaders peers human resources the training team Whereas, where is the need for managers here? You have plenty of resources around you for helping with your career in a non-biased way. I'm, I'm thankful that we don't have to rely just on managers to reward me for doing better. I, thankfully, I don't need a reward to do my job well because I love my job. So I find it sad if people have to rely on that sole person. It makes this focal point so, uh, so crucial in, the, in their life. It makes, it's very uh, risky. In any case, what do leaders need in a, from an organization? Reliability, adaptability. Finding the right balance between the two, being reliable and adaptable, is tricky. It's not easy for a leader. Self-management and different forms of balancing those two things, reliable and adaptability, are the key thing. It's not about being obsessed with one model about, yes, you need to have managers to be successful. No, there's many other forms. And explore them and you will see you'll be still successful. Yeah, I get it. You don't want to have managers. I don't buy the argument, though. So, as I said, the role of someone who is managing will be there even if you get rid of the role. If you throw out all the managers, that one individual that you said that is taking care of these things, um, you still have these tasks to manage and someone has to do it. And these are uh, experience, or this is something that organizations discover once they try to really remove that role. So no matter how you identify your managers, if people step up voluntarily and rotate through, if they are elected, if they happen to be selected by some self-organizing principle, in the end, you need managers in order to move forward to aggregate to train people, to identify the next move, and to be an exception handler. So that's it. We're done with today's debate. Let us know what you thought of today's debate in the comments of our website, 3w.2debate.net. 2 is the number, 2debate.net. Don't hesitate to let us know what better or other arguments we could have used to make the case for either side. And we'll review the feedback and summarize it in one of our next podcasts. So stay tuned. And he completely, he completely disrupted, completely disrupted with, the, with whatever fell on your side. It was like, what's going on? <laughs> nice. No, and nobody can hear that. I love it because I, was, I, like, I like paused and realizing that nobody would hear that anyway. So I'm like, <laughs> nice interruption. Well done. <laughs> so now I forgot what you said. <laughs> That's 
completely unfair. You, you, you use more than two minutes, you disrupt my speech. I'm the first one to start, which is obviously more difficult. And it's the first time I'm doing it, and I realize how much more difficult it is, actually. This is completely unfair. I'm gonna, I'm gonna file an appeal. Now, this is just unacceptable. I, Be ready for 60 seconds of suffering. Now, make up your mind if you want to start or not, or give up entirely because you have nothing to say to my argument. <laughs> All right. I am not giving up ever. I'm going to win this one. Again. Start. Ooh. That was intense. <laughs> I didn't say that. Are you? <laughs> I said you, Doug, but I said our listeners. You know, they... I, I, I get you.